It's Melissa and Austin in the morning on US 99. We're going to play a game I have uh, kind of come up with. I'm calling it Brain Freeze. Oh, All right, so this is a word association game. I give you, Austin, a word, and uh-huh. you give me the very first word that comes to mind to see if it has anything absolutely to do with the word that I threw out. Okay. Are you ready? I, get, I think. I honestly no have no idea. No delays are allowed. Oh, jeez. It's what's the first <laughs> word that comes to your mind. Okay. All right. All right. Should we start? Yeah, let's start. All right. We're going to play a game of Brain Freeze with Austin Huff <laughs> at US 99. This is Morning. Be so Melissa bad. and Austin. This is going to be so bad. All I right. don't know. I'm really curious because I picked some words just to see which direction you would go with it. Are you okay. ready? I'm ready. Okay. Here's the first word. Cardinal. Sin. <laughs> okay. Cardinal sin. Not well, bad. Okay. Shoes. Lace. Stop. Pucker. Up. Okay. <laughs> Peanut. Uh, I can't say on the air what I do. What I. What? The first word that came to mind. Okay. Yep. Second word. Peanut. I, I can't. I again. The first word that comes to mind. What's the I, second I, word? I think it's because you're enunciating the p. In peanut. Peanut. Get any word. You're Razor blade. I don't like. I. Razor. I can't say what I. My first thought was on the air. I cannot say it. I can't even imagine what it could be. To be honest, glamorous. What sounds like peanut? <laughs> glamorous. I'm afraid. Fergie. Fergie. Yeah. That's a good answer. G L A M O U R S. Ugly. Jack Harlow would also. Uh, uh, Melissa. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> Austin. Okay. Opposites, right? Um, no, right? Sure. That's it. <laughs> Blue. It's clues. Clues. <laughs> Cheese. Walnut. What? Walnut. Walnut. <laughs> You're so bad at this. Charcuterie board. Okay, anyway, bombshell. Oh, uh, Uma Thurman. No, Okay, no. that's fine. That's but, your first word that came to mind. You don't get to change no, it. No, oh, I meant Charlize Theron. Too that, bad, you lost. Okay, well, that's 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 interesting. Um, I actually really love this game, and I think we're going to play again so that you have a chance to tell me that I'm not ugly. <laughs> this is like a deep dive into your psyche, Hold by on. the way. Wow. I did not say you were ugly. You just said the first thing that came to your mind. And you said Melissa. Yeah, because Melissa, you're always on my mind. <laughs> Whatever. Boo. What? That's sweet. Let's play someone's got to go. Okay. <laughs> Get your text messages into our text line 44995. Send us a couple of options, and uh, if they're if they're good options, hard and creative, then we will uh, we will read them here on one's got to go, and we'll and then we will tell you which one's got to go. And when mm-hmm. I say we, mm-hmm. I mean my 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 beautiful friend Melissa. Aw, thanks, Austin. I mean myself and my other beautiful friend Tony in Portage. Tony, how are you today? Good, how are you? Hey, Doing Tony. Great. Hi. How's Tony. my old hometown of Portage? Uh, it's a little foggy this morning. Really? <laughs> is, the, is, the, uh, is the statue of Melissa still up in the town square? It might be. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I, that would be a no. I'll, no, I'll take that as a yes. Uh, Kyle, what we got for uh, Tony for One's Gotta Go? All right, Tony, you're leading it off today. One's Gotta Go. You said it's a little foggy, so one's got to go. Rainy weather or foggy weather? Which one's got to go? Oh, foggy weather. Foggy weather's got to go. Hmm. You like having that vision? 
No, I just like the rain better. You like oh. the rain. Oh, Ooh. some people do. Yeah. Some people, I don't know. Are you a, are you a rain person? If we've had too much sun and not enough rain, I definitely like it. Well, that's because you have a yard. That's true. That's part <laughs> of it. <laughs> the grass is turning brown. Um, but I'm going to have to say, generally speaking, the rain has to go. I'm, I am always anti-rain. But then also, I'm also kind of pro-fog. I like fog. I think it's exciting. Especially around the month of October. Right. When I'm driving in Lakeshore Drive and I can't even see like the Hancock building. Oh, yeah. Safe driving like, conditions. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> Good choice there, Austin. Wow, nice. All right, I Tony. just run into the Hancock building. I just drive right into it. Next one up, Tony. One's got to go. Beards or mustaches? Oh, mustaches. Mustaches, mustaches got to go. Gotta go. Um, yeah, I agree with you 100%, Tony. Are you I like- mean, if you have the mustache with the beard part, that's better. But if you only have the mustache and no beard, I know it's a thing. And I see a lot of guys know, who have back. it. And My stuff. mom doesn't believe me. I was trying to tell her last week. I was like, yeah, but no, mustaches are back in. It's, But I don't know. I don't are love you, it. Are you ladies just answering it that way because I have a beard? No. Definitely not. No? Okay. All right. Uh, I'm going to say. Certain guys look good with mustaches. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's hard to pull right. that off. I'm going to say the beard's yeah. got to go. Give me the mustache. Really? Yeah. Like firemen and cops. Okay. Then yeah. just uh, shave your beard and leave your mustache, dude. I'm going to. When I shave my beard, I'm going to go a week with just okay. a mustache. Did you hear that? Did you hear that, Tony? Uh, okay. Let's see if that actually happened. It didn't happen. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tony, last one for you today. It's going to be a tough one. One's got to go. Kane Brown or all the dogs in the world? All the dogs? You're take, I'm taking away dogs. Oh, or Kane Brown. Uh-uh. I'm sorry, but Kane Brown's got to go. <laughs> what? Whoa. Dog what? lover, huh? I have two dogs and one is a service dog. And I'm telling you, without my service dog, I would not be able to do anything. Aww. I hear that. Well... I, I I respect that. I respect it too, but Kane Brown's right here, and, well, uh, and he does love country music. Oh my gosh, oh, this is so awkward. <laughs> hey Austin, we got an email from Eric in Midlothian, and we wanted to follow up on this for dear Melissa and Austin. Eric, um, you have a new girlfriend, but you've been talking to an ex from college, and you don't know if the two of these are meshing together right now. What's your situation? Yeah, pretty much. I stay in touch with my ex dating back to college years we dated good 10 years now we're just friends but a lot of history there and i'm dating someone new it's been really casual up to this point but i'm actually really kind of falling for her and i'm wanting to ask her to be my girlfriend this is where my ex from college comes in because i think i may have to cut her off and really focus on this new person that's in my life and I'm not sure how to go about doing that. Does the new girl know about the ex from college? So the girl I'm dating now is aware of my ex, but I don't necessarily tell her like how often that we talk, I suppose. There's really not feelings with the ex there anymore, but we are really close friends and we do have a lot of history together. And and maybe we talk more than the woman I'm with now would be comfortable with is your ex-girlfriend also just on a completely friends level with you i don't think there's feelings there anymore it feels like we're in a good place with our friendship 
I don't know if you need to like cut it off cold turkey, quit the the ex like right away, but I do think I think it would be the smart decision. It would be the the responsible decision to kind of wean yourself but pull back on the relationship with your ex a little bit more, especially if you are feeling so serious about this girl for two reasons. One, to show her just how much she means to you, but also two for you personally because that's a difficult thing to balance. And I, and even if there are not feelings on your end towards your ex, just that amount of history, I think it's time to start moving that into exactly what it is, history. Yeah, but don't you know how many people stay friends, like lifelong friends with an ex because you just realize there's really nothing there but friendship? Well, and that's why I I think it's you don't have to just like immediately cold turkey, boom, cut things off. But I do think he shouldn't be hanging out with her you know, as much yeah. as he does now. and Well, because sometimes, you know, those people in your life, you do have a history. And if you do realize that you're really just friends, sometimes, you know, you know you can count on them as a friend through the good times and the bad times. I definitely don't think you want to necessarily let that go unless something were to change and she started to say, like, she had feelings or something. But it sounds like she feels the exact same way that you do. But I, I get respecting the new person. Like, I understand that. Yeah, I think my I think my biggest fear is, is that if I don't handle it the right way, then I run the risk of maybe losing both of them, and that would be awful. Yeah. I don't know if anybody's had an issue with keeping a friendship with an ex, and then your current boyfriend or girlfriend didn't like it. Because I'd be curious to hear if that ended up causing a problem or not. Yeah, Eric, if you're cool with it, let's uh, open up the phones. 312-946-4995. We'll see uh, if anyone else has kind of been in in your situation, either good or bad, where they stayed friends with the ex or they they did not. Maybe previous people's experience can help you kind of wean through this. Right, because if you did stay friends with an ex, did it cause problems or was it okay? Julian Crown Point. It's actually Allie. Oh, oh, Allie. Oh, no, Allie, you know what? It was written down correctly. I just don't know how to read. (laughs) It's okay. Allie in Crown Point. I I like Allie in Crown Point much better than Julie in Crown Point. No offense to Julie, but... (laughs) Have you had a situation like this where, you know, you had... I, I have. Okay. Um, I was with a guy on and off for about three years, and then I met my current girlfriend, and we've been together for about a year. And about six months ago, she saw that I was still talking to him, and she hated it. Really? Oh. What did she say? Absolutely. She um, did not like that I would turn to him when I was having issues when she wasn't available. Okay, so like whenever, whenever like you needed to talk things out, you would turn to him if she wasn't a, like around to talk, basically. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay, so how did that end? <laughs> um, I basically told him, "Listen, my girlfriend doesn't like this. Sorry," and I blocked him. Oh, so how did he take it? Was he like, did he understand, or was he kind of bummed? He he understood it in a way, but he was bummed out. Yeah. Because he was a good friend. Yeah, but you you made the right decision because. You're you're happy in your current relationship. Oh yeah, we're we're coming up on a year in like two weeks. Congratulations. Um. Okay. Well, I think that that's great that it worked out. Do you miss him at all? Do you miss the friendship? In ways, but not really. So, right. Sometimes you have to like kind of make those sacrifices for you know the better good, right? Right. Allie, thank you so much for calling and sharing. We appreciate it. And uh, 
And and congratulations again. Thank you so much. All right. We hope it works out. Thanks for calling, girl. Right. Bye. Stephanie in Elmhurst. How are you? Did you ever have a problem with um, staying uh, friends with an ex? Um, I did, but my partner did not. Um, she and her ex-wife are best friends, actually. Oh, really? So you don't have any problem with it? Um, I did at first. Uh, we've been together a little over a year, and it took me about nine months. Um, and a lot of like reassurance from her friends that like they did not work out romantically. They were just meant to be friends. Um, and eventually, I came to terms with it, and we hang out, and it's not a problem. So, like the three of you hang out? Yeah, we hang out. Like the three of us. Um, I mean, the families hang out, the friend groups hang out. Okay, wow. That's really that, not that yeah. an issue anymore, and you don't have... Is there any part of you that it still bothers you, or are you completely over it? So, I, I did hear him talk about how, like, you know, they talk a lot, and for a while, I feel like I wasn't aware of how much they talked, so that did bug me a little bit when I figured out, like, how much they communicated. Um, it's, like, all day. Right. But then, eventually, I discovered that it was mostly, like, almost like family, like, checking in and stuff. Um, how are you? Very basic conversation, and I'm always loud. Like, there's never any secrets. Like, I know what's going on. I know what's being said. Okay. Um, so, I I understand it and it works. Did, okay. did your partner have feel the need to kind of like reassure you, like like do, kind of go above and beyond to to reassure you in y'all's relationship? Yeah, and I feel like that's a really important part too. Is like I was told from the very beginning, like this is somebody that's in my life and this is the situation, and do you have a problem with it? Um, and I was like, yeah, I need some reassurance, like I because that was something that I had never experienced. I would never be friends with an ex. Um, and so I think the reassurance from the very beginning was good. And then the ex being open, too, and saying, I don't have feelings for this person. Right, right. And you have nothing to worry about with me. So thank you so much for calling and sharing with us. We appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. Melissa, do you want to meet uh, any of my exes? Um, you, you, I'm not jealous, Austin. I don't, I don't need to, to meet your exes. Are you sure? Okay. I feel like it would strengthen our relationship. Um, Come on. Okay. You can meet him. I can I can meet him, but I'm I'm really actually pretty pretty fine. I trust you. It's Melissa and Austin in the morning on US ninety nine. And it's a great day to be alive. I know the sun's still shining when I close my eyes. Jenny and Ron Lake. What's your great news? Well, it's great news, but it's not great news. Um, I um, I was a hero. Um, it actually happened on Sunday. Um, I saved uh, my neighbor and her dog from a house fire. Oh, my God. Wait, what? Jenny. What? Yeah. Um, I was outside in my garage, um, and I saw black smoke. It was in the back of the house, and the smoke detectors had not gone off because it was done. I called her, and she wasn't aware because she was doing work upstairs, and she went and she saw it, and then she was trying to get the leash on the dog, and the dog would not come out the front door because he's never gone out the front door because he's very skittish. He was uh, rescued. And we got him out, and I called 911, and then that was it. I mean, I know I was on the news Sunday night in my pajamas. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. What who, What channel covered you? I, I honestly don't know because there was so much commotion because we had the uh, fire truck uh, from Round Lake Beach, you know, right in front of the house. Sure. So I honestly don't know uh, what uh, news, but it was, you know, I mean, it made the paper because it was, you know, I mean— and stuff. I could see, you know, the house and everything, but um, then they stayed with us for uh, several days, and then uh, their insurance put them up uh, in a hotel, but I told them that if they 
they need to, they can use my house uh, as they please. Oh, well, that's awfully wow. nice of you. Oh, oh my, my gosh. gosh. You literally, you Thank are an goodness. Avenger. You are, they need a Marvel movie about Jenny and Round Lake. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, I mean, I do that daily anyways. I'm a CNA, and I'm just going back to work after having surgery. So. Oh, my, oh my gosh. gosh. Well, thank goodness you noticed that black smoke, right. or she may have been stuck in there. That's unbelievable. Yeah, she was about to get in the shower, and she fled. She didn't. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's crazy. So. It's been a crazy week for us. I bet. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for sharing that great news. Yeah, thank God for news. you. Right. Seriously. Yeah. And I love listening to you guys. Oh, Aww, well, thank you. Well, thank that, you we, so that, much. That means a lot coming from a hero like you. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Jenny, you have a great rest of your day, okay? And, and keep an eye out for more black smoke, too. <laughs> yes, I will. All right. <laughs> thank you, Jenny. You're welcome. U.S. 99 and the Chicago Daily Beats with Melissa and Austin. So it was big news yesterday and even bigger news last night because a tentative railway labor deal has been reached through President Biden. So what that means is they reached, again, a tentative deal with all the 12 unions that have basically temporarily stopped the strike that was going to happen. Um, This would have affected shipments of food, fuel, and could have been at a cost of $2 billion a day. It was a big deal, a very big deal. And uh, that was also affecting locally your train lines, such as the BNSF, the Union Pacific Line. And it looks like since, since this deal, this temporary deal, happened so late last night and over the overnight hours, uh, Metra and also Amtrak have not had a chance to coordinate. So there could still be some delays on some of the trains. So what you need to do is either go to Amtrak.com uh, or Metra.com and check your train for tonight, uh, later today or tonight, to see if there's still any delays because they may not have time to make those um alterations to what they already had in ske- on schedule. So there still could be some weird issues for the next day or two. And then I don't know how long this will temporarily hold things over until strike because the deal hasn't officially gone through, but it's it's delayed things, which is a very good thing. So uh, we don't want so many people affected with their morning and afternoon commutes. Yeah, right. That is uh, for sure. Um, and if you're uh, speaking of being on your commute, uh, if you commute into work and, uh, you know, and you're not by a radio, like in your car or something, you can always pull us up on the Odyssey app. Absolutely. It's so easy. So you easy. listen all day long to your favorite music and your favorite show. Like Melissa and Austin. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> That's right. The, last night, uh, the Sox, they lost to the Rockies 3 to nothing, and the Guardians won. So the Guardians have extended their lead in the division to four games. Time is ticking. Time is running out on the season. And so keep it, just keep going, Sox. Just, I, I'm still believing. I'm not giving up hope yet. Um, and last night, Melissa. Okay. Um, I don't know if you heard about what the Cubs did or not, but. Beat the Mets. Oh, they did? Beat the Mets. Oh, hey. Step right up and beat. Uh, Some might say they sweep the Mets because they did. Uh, They pulled off the sweep six to two. Keep in mind, the Mets are the NL East leading New York Mets. Very good team. And uh, yeah, they just uh, just went into New York and just said, yeah, 
we're going to sweep you Good. guys. We needed it. it we was, love it. Yeah, right. Are the Cubs back? Kyle, are the Cubs back? Cubs are always back, but Cubs, especially right now. Cubs are always back. So yesterday on the air, I shared a story about the scariest flight I have ever been on in my life. You certainly did. You really, you really pushed, pushed up the drama on uh, it. Okay, I didn't push up the anything, Melissa. <laughs> yeah, it really... really was the scariest thing. Okay. It, sure. If you don't remember, here's a little bit of uh, what I what I shared. Okay. On my flight from Pensacola, Florida, to Nashville. I hit some uh, turbulence. Oh, I'm not joking you when I say this. This was the scariest flight I have ever been on. The plane was like bobbing up and down. Melissa, at one point, we hit a bump so high, every single person on the flight got airborne. Everyone screamed in unison. So, like, it was, and I legitimately thought I was going to die. And here, Melissa and Kyle have just been making fun of me nonstop because I, oh, you're so dramatic. A little dramatic. A little little dramatic. Okay, stop. I think other people have had flights that were probably a little bit more than one little, like, well, that came in and shot on my seat. If your life flashed before your eyes, you guys would probably share the same, be acting the same way. But... Listen, I know I'm not alone. I know I'm not the only person that has had scary flights. So I need. Oh, I think people have probably had scarier flights than you, Austin. Probably. <laughs> but I. Okay. Yeah. Oh, gosh. I'm sure they have. They're I... one little bump. 312 946 4995. And in Chicago. What's your airplane ex- experience? What, what oh, happened? Very, very, very similar to Austin thinking that we were going to die on going to our honeymoon. Oh, my gosh. Oh. Uh, uh, where was the flight to? Uh, Jamaica. Oh, what happened? It was at the time where you still had a request air fly over Cuba, and um, they said yes, it was fine, and then midway they said no. Oh, so we had a reroute, um, and then not only that, but we had the worst turbulence ever. Oh. My bottom was off of my seat, and the bumps that we had, air flight attendants were hitting the upper cabin what? where your luggage goes. It was it was very scary. So I hear Celia Austin. Okay, so Anne, I wasn't being too dramatic, right? Not at all. Okay. Not at all. Well, all right. Uh, did you hear that, that Kyle? You hear that, Melissa? <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> oh, you're you're still dramatic. No, yeah. I Anne <laughs> lived it too. I did. No, Anne sounds scarier. Doesn't your very life flash so. before your eyes, Anne? It was. Yeah, I I didn't know what to think. <laughs> my wife's a stronger person than I am, and when she was gripping my hand as hard as she was, that's when. <laughs> I knew I wasn't overreacting. Ah. And thank you. I needed this because I got two jerks in the studio here giving me, uh, like, patting me on the head. Oh, oh, I'm sure you were fine, Austin. Gotta give him a hard time, you know? Well, thank you for the call, Ann. We appreciate it. We're glad you were able to live to tell the tale. (laughs) Mary and Roselle. What's your story? We were flying, my family and I were flying back from Florida three years ago. If we had hit some turbulence so bad, uh-huh. I was seat buckled in. I never came out of the chair, but my drink blew up in the air. Oh, oh my like, God. I level. I was able to grab my drink. The flight attendant flew up in the air, wound up landing on my husband's lap. What? And she goes, uh, you don't mind if I stay here for you for a while, do you? And he's like, of course not, you know? <laughs> oh, my God. Well, I love the comedy in the midst of the tragedy. Yeah, right. Right, right. But 
and at that time they were 17 and, and 18, they literally looked at me. They were almost crying and literally thought that the plane was going down. Oh, no. See? The biggest thing about this is, how did in the world did you catch your drink in midair? Well, the seats are so close, and I'm a softball player, so it went right up in yeah. my face. I'm I grabbed it with my hand, and it didn't spill. I mean, it wasn't a perfect catch, but I was like, I just kind of sat there, and it probably lasted a good 20 minutes. Oh, my gosh. That's incredibly oh long. All right. So, Mary, I wasn't overreacting, right? No. We're not. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Well, yeah, I, sure. I just have to say I'm impressed with your athletic abilities since you're a softball player. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, Mary, I appreciate you calling because, uh, you know, I don't think these two realize just how scary of a moment oh, that was. Geez. And so oh, to have someone that God. can relate to me, it really does mean the yes, world. totally. <laughs> well, thanks for sharing your uh, terrible flight. No problem. Have a good day. Uh, Melissa, check your watch. Uh-oh, look at that. Your digital calculator watch. It's 8.35-ish, which means it's time for the 5 at 8.35. And today we've got Jason in Downers Grove going up against Mora in Hina. Mora, say hello to Jason. Good morning, Mora. Good luck. Oh, oh, well, you guys got that both out of the way. That's yeah, great. Are you guys well ready done. to take each other down? <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> All right. Well, you're playing the 5 at 835 for tickets to see Keith Urban September 24th, which is coming up. Hollywood Casino Amphitheater. You have five country questions. The most important part, your name is your buzzer. Are you ready to play? I'm ready. All right. Let's play. Question number one. Cold as You is sung by what CMA entertainer of Jason. the... Jason! Jason. Jason. Is it Luke Combs? It is Luke Combs. Jason leads one nothing. Sure does. Okay, question number two. Which former country star whose favorite number is famously 13 was actually born on December 13th, 1989? Jason. Jason. Ooh, Jason, just barely. Is it Brantley Gilbert? Is it Brantley Gilbert? It is not. Maura, would you like a chance for a rebuttal? Sure, I'm going to say Taylor Swift. Is it Taylor Swift? You bet your bottom dollar it is. All right, way to tie it up, Maura. All right, Maura. (laughs) Even Jason's cheering for you, Maura. All right, question number three, all tied up at one apiece. Tyler Hubbard recently launched his solo career by releasing a single called Five Foot Nine. What country music duo was he a member of? Maura. Florida Georgia Line. Is it Florida Georgia Line? Oh, my gosh. Jason, let's hear it for Mora. She took the lead. 2-1. Good job, Mora. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you guys are so nice to each other. Let's see if that sticks. All right, question number four. The song Wild Hearts is sung by who? Jason. Jason. Keith Urban. He, is it Keith Urban? It is. Jason, you tied it up. Jason's like, Maura, you're not getting those Keith Urban tickets just yet. All right. All comes down to this, you guys. Question five. The person who gets this question right is going to Keith Urban. All right. Good luck, Maura. (laughs) (laughs) Jason is like the best sport we've ever had to play at 5 and 835. Do you want to win, Jason? I know. I feel like Jason's just like, "Eh, I'm just here for a good time. (laughs) I do. (laughs) Okay. All right, question five. What was the name of Reba McIntyre's long-running television sitcom? Jason. 
Oh, Kyle, this is so tight. We're, I go with Mora. Oh, go with Mora. God, just barely. Tough. My goodness, that was Kyle, tight. Come on. <laughs> hey, cheers for Mora, not me. I'm trying. Whatever. All right, so Mora, what do you got? I'm just going to guess Reba. Is it Reba? It is Reba. And Mora, you are going to Keith Urban. Sorry, Jason. Is there like an instant replay? Congratulations, Mora. He's throwing the red flag, the red challenge flag. You changed your attitude, Jason. You were so you were so supportive a minute ago. I know. I thought he was going to cheer for me. I just say I just say congratulations. And I have to tell you guys that I am a past five at eight thirty-five champion. So Oh, well, well there you no, go. There, yeah. Okay. Oh, well no wonder he was so, so supportive. He's been in that he's been in that <laughs> winner's chair before. All right. And don't forget, Jason, you can always try again tomorrow, okay? All righty. Congratulations, Maura. Thank you, Jason. All right, All right have fun. We're going to have more 5 at 835 tomorrow with Melissa and Austin. On US 99.